<laughs> this is Shameful Gone Sexy with me, Dr. Jocelyn Hart. Here, I share my truth from personal and professional experience in how to change your life. No fluff. Listen up, because I'm saying fuck you to fear, fuck you to judgment, and fuck you to anything and everyone who has kept you exactly where you are. I'm calling bullshit on behavioral mindset that's actually keeping you on that ruthless roller coaster. We are ditching the shackles of shame and instead lighting a fire up your asshole to get rid of the emotional constipation so you can be free to live as exactly who you are and love yourself for it. I'm going to share some discoveries that are going to make sense like nothing has made sense before. From the real reasons we binge to how we find our purpose, it's all on the table. I'm not here to inspire. I'm here to empower you to do exactly what it is you already want to do. Just like me, you've been through the trenches. Now you're claiming the trauma and I'll show you how to transform it into a fulfilling happiness you didn't think was possible. Trust yourself to take the ride. It won't disappoint. You are worthy. You are enough. And you are sexy as hell. Much love and here we go. There are times during the holidays where people will push food on you. Someone will make your food choice their food choice. So rather than trying to appease them or entertain the idea that someone is literally forcing something on you, allow them to hear you from a place of satisfaction rather than from a place of limitation. So instead of saying, I'm not supposed to do this, I'm not, I'm not supposed to eat this, or I'm on a diet, or I really shouldn't, or I can't, because when people hear that you have already fulfilled your hunger or hunger need or emotional need, it's easier for them to respect it. But make sure that it's actually true. Connecting with your body, right? We've talked about this before. You, it's so critical that you consistently have a connection with your body, which takes that practice. And if you guys have not yet learned this from me yet, please feel free to reach out to me at Dr. Jocelyn Hart on Instagram so that we can move through this a little bit because it's so important to be able to have those tools to connect to yourself because you don't wanna to lie to yourself either. You don't wanna say that you are satisfied or whatever if you're not, right? But anyways, get off that one. So when they hear you tell them that you are limiting yourself, they can often sound like they are pushing something on you. Your boundaries, which you create based on what your body is telling you, your boundaries will directly affect the way that you feel after your choice, which usually directly impacts the way you feel about yourself. So these boundaries are way more important than your need to please someone that isn't you. So let's learn an exercise that we're gonna move through together. So this is about boundaries based on choices or amounts of food that you know will make you satisfied and won't make you feel bad feelings during, after, or the day after. It's not about coming from a fearful or avoidant or restrictive point of view, right? Okay, so here's some inspiration here. So inspiration for your responses to people who are pushing food. So it could be, it could be thinking about how how you say it, not just what you say. So don't, you don't have to be wishy-washy, right? 
you can say exactly what you need to say. So for example, if you are using Foppins, right, which you guys learned in a prior episode where uh, for a constructive conversation, so head back to that episode if that's something you wanna learn um, about setting boundaries and how to have difficult conversations with people, right, without them feeling defensive. So F-O-P-N-S, Foppins, like Mary Poppins, okay? So you have to tell them you're feeling, tell them the things that you're noticing, the objective things you're noticing. P is for perspective, telling them your point of view. N is for telling them your need. And S is the solution. So you're actually giving them a solution as well, an alternative. So let's say that Auntie Karen is pushing her awesome pot pie on you or something, right? So if that's not something that you're interested in having, like if you're at you know, Christmas dinner or something like that, you can say, what is the feeling? So maybe you're feeling uncomfortable. Maybe you're feeling uneasy. Maybe you're feeling nervous. Maybe you're whatever. So let's just say you're feeling uneasy. So I feel uneasy when, so that's the feeling. How about the O, Foppins, right? O, when I notice that you are asking me to have the pot pie. And then you tell them your perspective, F-O-P, right? Perspective. From my perspective, the food is being pushed on me right so that's not an objective that is your opinion that is your perspective okay that's important to just decipher the difference because that's going to make a difference between you stating it as an opinion versus stating it as a fact because when you state your perspective as a fact that's one of the ways that they will put up a wall and they won't hear the rest of what you have to say okay what is the need Perhaps it's the need to feel certain, to feel safe, to feel comfortable, right? So you tell them, I need to feel comfortable around making decisions for myself, right? Something like that. I need to feel, so you just tell them, you know, and you can tell them based on the needs that you have, right? The needs, basic human needs are a sense of certainty, uncertainty, um, like stimulus, right? A sense of significance and recognition, feeling of connection and love, feeling of growth and development, and a feeling of contribution, right? So those are the basic ones, right? The six basic human needs. So tell them which one of those needs you need, right? And then tell them a solution. So maybe the solution is, I would it be reasonable if you let me make the decisions that I'd like to make on my food, right? Like it could be anything. You could word it differently. It doesn't matter. But like give an alternative to her, right? Do you think it'd be reasonable if you didn't you didn't make comments about what I should eat something like that right just be straightforward so I know for some of you it's like oh well that's really mean but here's the thing you are not a bitch for deciding to tell people your lens your perspective because they don't know otherwise they don't and sometimes people will push these things on you because they need their needs met so if she is pushing food on you it's possible that the need she has to get met is to feel recognized right to feel recognized that she put in the effort to feel recognized that it tastes good or maybe it's to connect with you right because she wants to know that you like it because you mean something to her right everyone's actions and behaviors are based on meeting those human needs and we can do that in a constructive way or a unconstructive way okay imagine this the end result you're at a point where you're not completely consumed with food and finally able to live your fucking life. You're no longer anxious every day, you're impartial to your weight, and it's not tied to your self-worth. 
I created the food freedom formula because I wanted a comprehensive way to heal the root issues, not a surface level mindset willpower solution like one of the 26 diets I tried. You get to stop obsessing over food and start being an active participant in your life. I'm not like other coaches. I understand where you're at and I will show up for you in a loving, safe way, helping you to see your own bullshit and create a plan to take action from it. All right, so let's move down here. So if a person is telling you, you have to try it, whatever it is, create a response. What is their response, okay? So you can do the Foppins thing with this. So feel free to write these down or something like that. These are just some examples I have for you guys so that you can practice. F-O-P-N-S, feeling, observation, perspective, need, and solution. Being really careful about stating perspectives as perspectives and the objective only being straight facts. So perhaps uh, another example is, it's homemade, I made it from scratch. You should have some. And then you come up with your response. Maybe someone's saying, are you sure you're full? There's still blank food left. Go have some. What's your response? Another example is, but I made these especially for you, right? That's a, that's a tough one right there, right? What's your response? Another example is, it's, insert occasion, so maybe it's, it's Christmas. Come on, you can let loose for just today, can't you? Right? <laughs> and then another one is, are you supposed to be eating that? Aren't you on a diet or something? What is your response? Eat some. I'll feel guilty for eating it if someone else doesn't. What's your response? And the last one I have an example for is, oh, come on, don't be such a party pooper. What's your response? More often than not, you've probably heard at least one of these, especially during the holidays. And you get to make a decision based on what your body is telling you, not based on any of these types of things, because although there may be a part of you that wants to please others, right? That people pleaser part, the party that gives too much of yourself, including your own decisions, you get to challenge that part and let them know it's actually safe to say no. It's totally safe to say no. It doesn't mean you can't have, if you want to have those things, that's awesome. But don't have it because someone else wanted you to have it because someone else will feel better about themselves. Like, no, that's not, that. that is no longer where you have to come from, right? So sometimes it can feel helpful before even going into parties like this or even in the bathroom sometimes. If you take three minutes, maybe in the car before you even go in, four seconds in through the nose, seven second hold at the top of that inhale and eight second exhale. Take that time for yourself, three minutes, repeat that breath. So you'll inhale four seconds in through the nose, huge deep breath in through your lower belly. Feel free to practice this as I'm, as I'm talking. Seven second hold at the top. You are holding your breath up there for seven seconds. Challenge yourself and then eight second exhale. I find that exhaling with a sound like push with a sound allows it to extend farther so that you don't lose your breath. So we'll practice that together. So two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you just repeat that. This creates a sense of safety. This creates, um, this decreases your anxiety. This allows for your sympathetic nervous system, your freak out system to calm down, which makes it easier for you to not feel vulnerable when someone is saying things like this, so that you can actually make a decision based on yourself and not somebody else. I kind of call it the safety breath. It helps with that. And then same thing. You can literally go to the bathroom and do this too. There's no shame in doing that. And I notice 
that it can feel really supportive for people to do this. I have my clients do this sometimes, right? Where these types of situations happen a lot and it's totally okay to go to the bathroom like three times even sometimes, right? If that's what you need, that's what you need. That's what you need. Another thing that might be helpful for you guys as well, you might have to practice this um, while I'm saying it, is you kind of put your arms up kind of like a cactus. And you'll breathe in through your nose while you close your hands together, almost like in a prayer position. And then while your hands are together, kind of in that prayer position almost, you will inhale in through your nose, deep breath, and almost like you are extending the back of your head all the way up to source, universe, God, heaven, whatever, whatever. And then you will use the exhale to ground yourself down all the way through your spinal column, all the way down through your seat, your bed, the floor, the ground, and then you'll start again. Again, so let's do it together. So arms out like a cactus, you'll close your hands into the prayer position, you'll inhale, exhale from there, and then you'll do it again. Okay, so. Closing your hands together. Grounding yourself down. Right? So it's basically inhale, exhale with your hands closed, inhale, exhale with your hands together, and you just repeat it. This allows you to kind of help yourself align yourself with you and what you need versus kind of merging with other people and what their needs are because their needs are not your responsibility at all. Like if if someone feels they say, eat some, I'll feel guilty for eating if someone else doesn't, that's not your problem. You're not responsible for someone feeling guilty. You're responsible for yourself. And someone saying, are you supposed to be eating that? Aren't you on a diet or something? You know what? Here's the deal. That is, again, your decision. You get to make that decision and that's it. (laughs) So same thing with it's Christmas. Come on, you can let loose for just today, can't you? That's someone else's stuff that they're pushing upon you, right? It's someone else's thing. It doesn't matter if they're skinny, skinny Sally. It doesn't matter. That's someone else's belief that they're pushing upon you. And if they really keep pushing, that is really like not your problem. It's not your problem. You get to allow yourself to use these tools to help yourself in these situations. So you're not feeling like you're kind of pushed up against a wall and you end up eating things you didn't really want to eat. So let me know if this was helpful. Hopefully it was. This was on Christmas triggers and people pushing things on you. Just know that you get to take emotional responsibility for yourself. You get to you get to allow yourself to create the beliefs that you want about how your experience is going to be during that Christmas dinner. And it's not anybody else's decision how you're going to feel during that event. Guys, thanks for listening. For more info on Food Freedom Formula, hit up my website, drjocelynhart.com to snag the deets to help you stop emotional eating and feel confident in the mirror again. I also update additional resources on my website all the time to help you succeed. Lastly, for more content like this, follow me on Instagram at drjocelynhart.com.